Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 184 of What a Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I am your other host, Andy. Welcome back to What a Beautiful Podcast. It's a show on the internet about comic books and those who read them, namely me and Jack. How are you doing, Jack? I'm sitting all right in my small vertical slice of the world over here. Just, I'm very, whenever people ask me how I'm doing right now, I always say present. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very here right you're, now. You're here, you're conscience, conscious, not conscience, you're aware. Yes, I'm very aware. I'm yeah. here and you can't ask more of me. People have tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will ask for you, though, because I need you to oh. do this podcast with me. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Tricked I, yet again. But I'm I'm good as well, Jack. I've been busy with work. I've, mm-hmm. I've been doing Same. some gaming on the side, as on always. On the side? Wow. A little gaming on the side. I've been enjoying some... Uh, I've been enjoying a bit of a classic lately, which has been a lot of fun. I'm playing Final Fantasy VI. Mm-hmm. On the on the Super Nintendo, and oh, the uh, Super Nintendo, wow. Super Nintendo Entertainment System, and, and the video game Final Fantasy VI is, is such an absolute joy, uh, the pinnacle of uh, sprite based uh, JRPGs from the era. If you ask me, I know I'll get some Chrono Trigger mark. I mean, I'm not gonna get them, but the it, hypothetical situation where more than where there was like maybe several thousand people that listen to this, I'd get some Chrono Trigger marks. That would be mm-hmm. like, you know... What about Chrono Trigger? You about fucking Chrono idiot. Trigger? You absolute fucking waste of space. Chrono Talk about Trigger, Chrono Trigger. better. To which I would say that it, it, it it's pretty hard to pick between the two. It kind of comes down to personal preference. I prefer the more uh, melodramatic kind of uh, ambiance that Final Fantasy VI has. Where Chrono Trigger is more i'm not gonna say it's lighthearted because it does get pretty dark but it's a bit goofier it's like mm-hmm. oh, time traveling adventures big space monster uh you know a lot of back to the future shit that kind of thing it's a bit more whimsical whereas uh final fantasy 6 is very very much uh as Played much straight. as much melodrama as you can squeeze out of these little marionette pixel people <laughs> <laughs> And There's yeah, a place for both. Oh yeah, they're both absolutely incredible, and they're both, uh, uh, you know, top hundred games to play before you die. Uh, uh, in in that book that maybe or maybe does or does not exist, I have no idea. Oh god, it it's like seven of those <laughs> books exist. Like yeah. too many of those books. <laughs> they so, keep yeah. writing them. Both of those games are in the top thirty at least for sure. Uh, very very good. I love I love SNES era JRPGs because how uh, kind of brisk they are. It's mm-hmm. like if you're cool with doing the grind and you're cool with kind of playing them on their own terms, they're very they're very uh, well paced and easy to get in and out of. If you just uh, deal with the fact that you know there's no voice acting, there's no cinematography. It, it's literally like a little puppet show with pixel people, which has its charm. Definitely. Yeah. Like. 
especially when the sprite work is as good as it is in those games. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at, like, Chrono Trigger and Final Fantasy VI, and then you compare them to even Final Fantasy V, like, the sprites in Final Fantasy IV and V were, like, these, like, short, little, stubby, barely animated images, basically. And then mm-hmm. when they did six and Chrono Trigger, they like they made the sprites a lot taller, and they took up more of the screen and became a lot more expressive, and that was huge. Like the graphical leap between five and six is crazy when you look at them uh, right next to each other. It makes a really big difference just having them make, be able to make little shocked faces and like dance around the screen, waving their arms and stuff. Yeah, like. And going from that into, like, the early PS1 early models is some ki- some kind of leap. I don't know which well, which way you want to take it, but... The, the way I've always described that is, like, mm-hmm. arguably, like, SNES-era graphics have aged better than PS1 and 64-era graphics. But the mm-hmm. thing you got to understand is that... The reason stuff like Final Fantasy VII, even though it kind of looks like a big mess and other games of that time popped off so hard, is because, mm-hmm. you know, just like little things like uh, cinematography and camera angles and like just like little things like that made it so much more immersive at the time that it was hard to even describe. So things even if looking like, at the pixel people. Yeah, it's like, okay, so these chunky 3D models may not look good, but, like, you go into battle, and the camera moves around, and you can see the scale between the the, the player characters and the enemies. Because in old Final Fantasy games, the enemies didn't even animate. They were literally still oh, images. Uh, yeah, I've played a few of those, and it's just, like, big, yeah. big sprites on one side of the screen, your guys are on the other side of the screen, like, maybe you'll get a sword swing, and then... Like, Either they flash or a little line will come across the screen to show them hitting you, but, like, that's about it. So just the fact that, like, you go from 6 to 7, the enemies are, like, big and imposing, and they move around, and the camera moves, and, like, that's the kind of thing you have to... That's the kind of freedom, frame of mind you have to put yourself in when appreciating something like Final Fantasy VII, uh, if you don't already, because the graphics in that game can be very ugly. Although the pre-rendered backgrounds are gorgeous. Oh, can't, definitely. That, can't take that away what, from it. Not at all. And I've seen that the uh, that early PS1 aesthetic is coming back uh, in terms of, like, the indie game scene, which I find interesting. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love... De- uh, Final Fantasy VII is a little too primitive for me in terms of aesthetic, but I think mm-hmm. something like, uh, like Resident Evil 2 or Final Fantasy VIII, where they're, like, full-size people but very low-poly very yeah, low resolution yeah, yeah, yeah. textures that kind of thing because mm-hmm. like look at the jump between final fantasy 7 and 8 because when you go to 8 they're like normal size humans with like hands and stuff but the trade-off there is that they had to use textures because in final fantasy 7 they didn't put any textures on the character models they were just flat polygons mm-hmm. and then the trade-off with 8 was that they put the textures on but the texture resolution is so low that you know there's the meme about squall's face Looking like looking a all like scrunched, yeah. <laughs> kind of just kind of looking like a pile of bad news. So video game graphics sure are interesting, huh, Jack? I like talking about them. Uh, yeah, I can tell. I was I was ready to just hear about it. I'm, you know, I feel like when we were younger, there was like this mm-hmm. huge backlash against like, oh, graphics aren't important. It doesn't matter. But like, I don't know. I think they're very interesting. 
the evolution of them and you know it's obviously not the end all be all of an experience but a good looking game with like you know solid art direction and good voice acting really i think it really adds to the experience at the end of the day yeah and i think the like in terms of triple a graphics we reached like we kind of solved that problem like i'd say a few years ago in terms of like making things look like like in terms of fidelity and like i'm way more interested in um like a different style or a different like presentation than just like yeah cranking up the graphics in level three. Oh like, yeah i'm i'm pretty past and that. you can see they've like, kind of peaked in like all sectors like you get something like these new call of duty games that look totally photorealistic or like the naughty dog games or whatever mm-hmm. and then you have like kingdom hearts 3 which i think is like pretty much the peak of like bringing that disney aesthetic and animation into into like 3d in a video game like the animation in that yeah. game is fucking incredible so like how, mm. do, how does it get any get any better than that you know on both sides of the spectrum realistic and like cartoony style i don't know yeah and, and then there's like mixes like i've been playing control a little bit um and what that game does it the whole game is surreal in terms of like subject matter but like the graphics themselves are presented like it's pretty photorealistic but you can have a grain filter put over it yeah and the way it feels more like you're watching like an older noir movie uh-huh. but it's like way more photo photorealistic than like la noir um and seeing like a game through that lens adds a different element um like to me at least how you experience it it's less i don't know oh yeah i i I totally get you and the thing is that Mm. i mean maybe there's gonna be some giant leap one day they're gonna be like wow remember that time we said it peaked silly us Mm. but but you know the way the technology is moving kind of leads me to believe that that is the case that we've kind of peaked because the next generation of consoles and graphics cards and all that is leaning more towards improved uh improved like Like data streaming kind of thing like way faster data streaming so like one common complaint with the final fantasy 7 remake is that some of the textures look like shit it's because the ps4 Mm. can't get the data fast enough to have that many 4k res textures on the screen at once so it's like juggling 18 different plates and it's like uh, uh yeah what do you want from so, me uh, i'm so old engine optimizations i mean we really need unreal engine 5 at this point because that's it that, that's always been an issue with unreal engine 4 and like between mm. that and uh ssds and all that kind of stuff that that's kind of the direction it's going to improve that but we will see i think it's still pretty exciting yeah it's it's a nice little conversation to have before we dive into this sixty-two page chapter that's just been like staring. Oh my at me. god! Yeah. So on the top, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, here's an unanimated series of still sequential images that we're going to. Enjoy. Oh yeah, sequential images. <laughs> that's right. I forgot that. Forgot we decided on sequential images. Sequential Look. art is technically a term, uh, another term for comics. Yeah. I mean, that's literally what it yeah. is. Where are we in Steel Ball Run, Andy? Lay the, lay the background. What what just happened? Uh, Sandman's dead. He turned out to be a bad guy. Sand- Sandman's very yeah, dead. Yeah, Sandman's... Johnny shot him with yeah, a bullet. Yeah, Sandman's really fucking dead. 
Uh, Johnny unlocked the power mm-hmm. of infinity through geometry, and his uh-huh. stand evolved. That's, that's a yeah, shoot. Tusk evolved. Uh, Tusk Act Two. Tusk Act Two. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Johnny was in literal in literal pieces, but luckily, Hot Pants came to steal the corpse parts. When she did steal, she stole the corpse parts, and uh, and but she also fixed uh, Johnny and Gyro up for some reason. She also fixed uh, Norske. He got Shikata up after he got stabbed in the gut by Sandman. So that was nice of her. Yeah, yeah. She kind of just did that with. Uh... No pomp, no circumstance. We didn't see it happen because, like, Gyro, half of him was like hundred feet down. To be down honest, the river. if he showed that happening, I would have been like, "How is this even work? How does this work?" It's probably better off just kind of kind of wrote into a hole there. Like, Gyro was literally in pieces. Every drop of blood in his body bled out of him in that water. Like, <laughs> yeah. Although my my follow up question for you, Jack. If Hot Pants mm-hmm. stole the corpse parts, how does she she left uh, a bit of the spine in Johnny? She left left a little bit in there. Okay, okay. I think so. Yeah. So Tusk is that... exactly connected to specifically to the arm of the saint. It's any the corpse parts activated latent stand ability and. As long as, like, a little piece of it's in there, um, he can still use the stand. Uh, I think that was called out specifically by yeah. Hot Pants. Um, like, like she wasn't trying to take away his whole Well, I guess ability. now I'm curious what she plans to do with, since she has some of the corpse parts, but not all of them. I don't know what the intention is there, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we're going to see, we're going to see her down the road. All right. All right. Number 45. Chapter... The Promised Land, Sugar Mountain, Part One. Uh, oh, exposition. God. Coon. Coon. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> the Zappelli family, for three hundred and fifty years, have remained secretive about their identity and true their true prefer. Ugh. Let me start over. Yeah, take a mulligan. The Zappelli family, for 350 years, have remained secretive about their identity and their true profession. Unless there were direct orders from the king, the only ones to know of their true identity, even within their family, were restricted to the man of the house, his wife, and their eldest son. Jairo Zappelli was also educated in that lifestyle from a very early age. During their daily lives, the Zeppeli family had a good reputation as doctors for the common people, earning a steady income. Um... Just trying to follow. Oh, does this ju- does this like jump weirdly for you? Like it goes from Gyro's dad like visiting the sick to uh, Gyro getting caught with a lady. Oh, there's a panel right next to it that says uh, Gyro Zeppeli was also educated in that lifestyle from a very early age. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that panel was the lead into this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Gyro's in bed with a lady. Uh, his dad's about to find out that he's here. Get up! Those footsteps. F- footsteps? I don't hear anything. Oh, shit! It's father. He's coming this way. What the hell are you doing? Put your clothes on. He finds out that I'm doing this at the hospital with his patient. He'll kill me. I'm in such deep shit. Hurry up. If he catches you now, they're going to marry you off to make sure you don't do shit like this again. Huh? But I'll never make it in time. Come on, he just turned the corner. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> so Zapelli dad comes in, big panel, uh, super serious face. Gyro is treating an old lady. Everything seems fine. It's just a slight malnutrition. I suggest you eat some liver and onions. It prevents joint pains as well. Now you can go change over there. Oh, father. This smug idiot. <laughs> uh, zoom in behind uh, the old lady. The, Gyro has been using his steel ball to uh, create some extra skin here. This is the same lady he was just with. Gyro, we have a patient who broke their leg. Come help me. Yes, sir. I'll be right there. What the hell do you think you're doing? Turn me back. Look at me. I'm sagging all over and all these damn wrinkles. Turn me back. If you do anything like this again, I'll kill you. Whoa, calm down. Don't get angry, all right? I can do the opposite, too, you know. You'll be thanking me in a few seconds. Tit sounds. <laughs> Some bits of your body you're going to lift up. That's what I call gravity-defying. It'll last about a week or so. Or I can even take care of shaving if you want. I mean, I won't if you don't want it, but... <laughs> oh, stop it. Stop it. Huh? This ring finger. Now that the wrinkles are gone, I can tell that there's a tan line. Ugh. Shaped like a ring. <laughs> <laughs> if he'd found us, we really would have been killed. Do you usually wear your ring? You're married, aren't you? Were we going to talk about that this lady's dress just has, like, newsprint on it? I like, don't even know where to begin with that. Because in, in this other panel, it looks like it's, like, snakeskin. No, no, it's, like, all... Like, honeycombed, kind of, on when she's old. The, the... No, yeah, but then it zooms in, and it's, like, medical texts? Like, just written on her dress. I don't know if that was what that's about. Yeah, anyway... I... Gyro wakes up in the snow. <laughs> hmm, where are we? Exposition Coon is gone. Uh, very cold. We got the horses. We've got Gyro and Johnny. Uh, Gyro just woke up. Johnny is target practice. Uh, Johnny's doing got some, some target practice with his... in his head for some reason. Yeah, this is cold weather. Oh, gear, I see. Come on. I see. I Come on. see. Hmm. Thought it was cold. Guess it snowed while I was sleeping, huh? Uh, Johnny lifts up a rabbit from a snowbank. Let's eat the rabbit later. I made pasta. You want some herbal tea? I picked some mint that was growing over there. And I realized something. I don't know why, but if I drink herbs and tea, my nails seem to grow back much faster. There it is. There it is. See, God ugh, damn it. Gross. <laughs> See? They grow back in a minute or so. I tested it, and it seems like chamomile is the most effective in speeding up the process. I can grate cheese with this finger and eat spaghetti with it, too. <laughs> Munch. I can brush my Jesus teeth, too. fucking Christ. <laughs> Johnny's doing an infomercial for his infinity-powered <laughs> nail bullets. I see. Damn, I'm jealous. But anyway, I felt hooves pounding on the, pounding on the snow. Someone's coming. Hmm. Only one person? Where about are 10 they? ten kilometers south. Hey, Jack, you ever think about how hoof is one of those weird words to say, or am I crazy? Like, I always feel like... Yeah, I, I always feel like I'm twisting my tongue trying to pronounce it properly. 
Hooves. 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 Hooves I don't know, Jack. Words fucked up. I hate the English <laughs> language. Looks like our days just also, started. We've already passed forty degrees north latitude. There are only two or three people farther than farther north than us. And we got a big map of the fifth stage and where we are, where we're at right now. Um, we're all trying to get to Chicago to Mackinac City. And the top five current placements, we got Poco Loco at the front, Hot Pants, Johnny, Diego, Norisuke, Gyro. Gyro's number five, number six. Can it be that the one coming here is Dio? No. Judging from the fifth stage race results, he hasn't dropped out of the race yet, but he's still taking time to let his horse recover. He's two to three days behind us, but... We can't forget that he was behind Sandman attacking us at the Mississippi. Then maybe Hot Pants. You said that you didn't know anything about Hot Pants, and I'll believe you on that. But he's collecting the corpse parts too, and not for the president either. Jiro does not know that Hot Pants is a lady. He had a bag with your country's crest on it. It was definitely the one. I'm not mistaking. I'm not making a mistake. It was definitely the same. Plus, he didn't take the entire corpse part that I had. He left me one of the vertebrae. He left me with my standability in my life. So what's going on here? There, that that that's the thing I remembered. Isn't it just gross? Uh, there's like it. a little piece on. of spine left in there. <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. In short, he's not an enemy, but someone that your country sent into sent in to enter this race or rather the moment you asked your country who, who the corpse was he started to approach us even though they told us that there were no known saints on this continent the one collecting the corpse parts is actually your country gyro you already have a good idea of who this saint is don't you the identity of this corpse that doesn't hey, even seem to rock uh, okay uh, is this like right. finally the official all confirmation right. we got yeah they're there okay well, yeah, they're still, like, dancing around it, but we got, uh, we see a hand crucified on the cross, we got, uh, mummified corpse parts, we have a head with a crown of thorns on it, it's, yeah, it's, it's all Jesus signs. fucking Christ, but we already know this. Yeah, it's Jesus. Mm-hmm. Do you want the corpse, Johnny? Would you still risk your life to get all of it? Do you still feel that way? Yeah. Of course. My soul was dying slowly before I entered this race. Now I feel like it's reborn. Once I give up collecting the corpse parts, my soul will start I find it very interesting again. that Gyro just really doesn't want to say out loud who this corpse is. I guess it must be some kind of, like, hardcore religious thing, considering uh, Kingdom of... Like, like, if you were raised, like, super Catholic in Italy, you probably don't want to say out loud, it's like... Oh yeah, you got a piece of got a piece yeah. of Jesus Christos in it's, there, huh? It's understandable. It's just it's hard it's to wrap my head around, I guess. <laughs> then let's mm-hmm. find them. It doesn't matter to us who the corpse is. Don't be careless with this subject. If we were meant to find out, we'll find out sooner or later. Uh, cut to Gyro in the snow. Gyro's got cold weather gear on too. These are cold weather boys. Um, 
because he has like extra sleeves over his jacket. He's wearing like a some kind of animal skin cape. Uh, and he's spinning the steel ball, and he's got his head down to the snow. Johnny, I said before that I only heard the sound of one pair of hooves, but something is off. It looks like I was wrong. This is a steel ball that I just made by scraping metal off of a train track. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sick. What do you mean you were wrong? About the horse? I can or only the number hear of one pair of approaching hooves, but they're overlapped. Several other horses are matching one horse's footsteps. In short, their rhythms are exactly the same. And we see four pairs of horse hooves superimposed over each other in the distance. Then, how many of them are coming? Eleven. Two? Three? Oh. Mm. And we see, in a, in a train formation... 11 people on horseback closing in. Are you serious? They're but trying why? to make us think that why there's would only they? One of them. So they're hiding 11 horses into one footstep. Those guys are definitely our enemy. They're trying to attack us as a team. Don't want them catching up to us. Let's go. The others are still. Oh, sorry. It's the way these bu bubbles My... are laid out is weird. Hmm? They're like going oh, over the yeah. panels. Yeah. My spine can make maps with snow or, or sand. The next corpse part, the ears, are close by. The others are we need still to use this map and find away. them. We've got enough time. And Steel Ball bounces weirdly into a, uh, like an underground, like a slightly Johnny, underground it looks like this area is a swamp. Right Nothing too deep, but there's a spring here too. We're by the Michigan lakeside. Maybe the corpse parts Johnny are underwater. reaches for the steel... Sorry, Gyro reaches for the steel ball, but it ain't there. No, they, he can't find yeah, it in the water. I, this water is freezing, again, by the way. You know, JoJo characters don't feel pain uh, unless the story calls for it. <laughs> That's weird. Where did my steel ball go? This spring shouldn't be too deep. And in the distance, here we have Proto Daya Higashikata. Um, how do you how do you want to describe this girl? Um, not dressed for the elements. No, she's got like jumpsuit on that like kind of looks like some weird kind of pajamas with like a red riding hood gimmick. Yeah, and she's got yeah. these like leopard print over sleeves for her legs and pants and arms. And then she has this like grape necklace. Yeah, she does have this just <laughs> bunch of grapes. Um, and she's here, and she's holding Jairus' like steel ball. Mm -hmm. Johnny, look! The hell is that? When the hell did that kid get here? Scamper! Hey, you! What do you think you're doing? You stole my goddamn steel ball! Huh? Chaser Johnny, shit! I just made that one too. Come on, we're going to go after. That's where the corpse part is supposed to be, in the same direction. She's running that way. What should I do? Should I shoot her? I can reach her. Huh? What are you talking about? You're the genius jockey here, aren't you? Go catch her. Gyro gallop, just gallop, like gallop. <laughs> Gyro just had to like 
like snap back to reality after Johnny just so casually is like, should I murder this kid? Should I should I kill her with the power of infinity? Yeah. No one will find her like, body. Wait, Chai was like, wait, 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 it's not that serious. Hey, hey, it's hey, not hey, that hey, serious. Hey, get on that horse and go. <laughs> it's really not that serious, man. Chill out. Um, and the girl hops into this enormous tree, uh, into a hollow. This shit gets weird, man. It's like coming Mm -hmm. back to me a little bit. This shit gets weird. It's very weird. Like, we've already met, like, uh, Tattoo You at this point. So, we'll get there. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The hell is this place? Is this a tree? It looks like it's been here for at least a thousand years. Maybe two thousand? Gyro, your steel balls are important too, but something's here. It's supposed to be around here. The two corpse parts, they're close. The parts are somewhere in this area. Maybe they're underground? Um, and like reaching around, he knocks some mushrooms into the, the spring here. And there are two of them, both ears and the right arm. The map says that both of them are somewhere around here. Maybe they're hidden together. What if they're hidden in that tree? It's possible. Um, me or you? Hmm. Oh, let me let me take it. We'll see how it goes. Okay. <clears throat> Almost. We're gonna see Daddy very soon, and Mommy's gonna be there too. So let's make dinner and wait until then. Johnny, she's talking to someone. Look out for anyone that might be hiding around here. I'll go in first. Well, and yeah, Gyro comes into this. Uh, weird tableau here it's like a children's like a children's mural on the wall of the tree here and the girl is basically playing tea with uh scraps of the forest <sighs> listen to mommy don't play with your hair while eating dinner girls are supposed to eat less than their boyfriends and you have to stop buying lolita clothes and cutesy things potato chips aren't a meal it's rude to bite your nails and it's also rude to snicker be sure not to eat garlic and not to make excuses in excess. And stop pretending to cry all the time. Stop making those poor boys who you don't even like do your errands too. Um, should I even, do you even want to go into the deal with Lolita clothes in Chicago in the late 1800s? No. no? no. <laughs> nope. Uh-huh. No, I'm not going to touch You don't even want to, you don't want to get anywhere near that? Uh-uh. <laughs> okay, Mm-mm. that's, that's what I thought. Um, oh, this panel is horrifying, but we gotta get there first. Yeah. Hey there, I guess. It's kind of rude of me to say this at the bar, Gene Uninvited, but, uh, who the hell are you? Who do you live with? Screams. Horrified scream. (laughs) Jump! (laughs) That's the couple's bedroom, your foot. How rude. Please, come in through the front door. (laughs) <laughs> and we see that mapped out on the floor, the the tree room is just is, she's basically playing house in here. And there's like a section squared off that the study, the bedroom, front door, hallway. Uh, uh, hmm. My bad. Please do come in. My name is Sugar Mountain. This doll is called Candy. It's nice to meet you. Please make yourself at home. Please do eat something while you're here. Candy and I will prepare the food for you. Points to nuts, berries. Gyro, it doesn't seem like anyone's outside. There's only one set of footprints in the snow and it belongs to her. But that girl, I think she has barely any eyesight. There are traces of a cane being used to feel her way around. 
and the girl this whole time has uh, been holding a tree branch. Yeah. But she was pretty good about running away after she took my goods. She's pretty fast, too. Oh, could it be, my dear guest, that you dropped something in the spring? Was this what you dropped, or was it this one in my left hand? And she holds a giant chunk of gold and a diamond. Hey, 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 what the hell is up with this little girl? Looks like she needs more brains, not eyesight. I don't have to be playing Dolly (laughs) with you, all right? You took my steel ball, didn't you? No, you stole it. Where the hell did you hide it? Steel ball? Oh, is this your steel ball? Are you talking about this one? What an honest man. To an such an honest man, I'll give you all three. All three of them are yours now. Here you go. And hands over the steel ball, a giant chunk of gold, and oh, a diamond. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is just a Rocky's attempt at a weird fucked up fable. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a morality play uh-huh. right here. Hey, Johnny, hold these for a second. It can't be. Feel how heavy it is. I'm not talking about my steel ball. Steel ball the same size and shape as always. I'm sure about that. But I'm talking about these two. And this shine. What is this? Where the hell did you get this? Do you even know what this is? Why would a kid like you have a real solid piece of gold? This gem here isn't a piece of glass either. Where are your parents? The other gentleman there, you dropped something into the spring, into the stream too, didn't you? Did you drop these mushrooms or these mushrooms? Holds up two handfuls of mushrooms. Oh, come to think of it, I dropped the mushrooms that you have in your right hand into the water. But why would you know that? You were already inside this tree when it happened and I was outside. So honest. To honest people here, I'll give you these Matsutake mushrooms. They're from Canada, though. Oh, by the way, the ones in my right hand are poisonous. Something's happening here. (laughs) Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Gyro, let's go outside. There's something strange about this girl. Yeah, but you said that the corpse parts are somewhere around this tree. I'm starting to get the feeling that they're in this tree. No, I'm damn sure that they're here. Hey, this may be illegal, but I'm going to have to search this place starting from that box. There's no way you're living here by yourself, but whatever. We're in a hurry. Ah, stop it. Stop it. My name is Sugar Mountain. My mommy and daddy are somewhere far away. They sometimes come here to give me food. So that's why I stay here. I wait for them. This gyro just like shouting at her. (laughs) Yeah, whatever, stupid. You haven't answered any of our damn questions. That's my bedroom, your foot. This is unbelievable. Don't touch my underwear, pervert. Pervert. The hell is this box? This box is filled with dollhouse shit. Just a couple of leaves and twigs. Ugh. Jared just tosses it out. Idiot. <laughs> Asshole. This girl's <laughs> now crying. Keep looking. Maybe it's hidden inside a crack or a dent. I'll try to feel them out with my spine and narrow down our possibilities. <sighs> that f- the food that you just dropped into the spring did you drop the meal on the right or did you drop the full course meal that I made out of mud and leaves it's a beautiful feast fit for a king or the leaves and twigs that she had in the box hey 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 Mm-mm. 
this food. Where did it come from? This girl, she, she's a stand user. Wait, 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 wait. Johnny, don't lose your cool. Is she an enemy? But wait, if she was on the president's side, but that's impossible. It's impossible the enemy to have reached this place before us. Our enemy is about 10 kilometers to the south of us, the Nameless Eleven. This girl... Which one? Please choose. Stop messing around. Who are you? Just wait, Johnny. Think about it. Calm down. I think I'm starting to get it. Little girl, if I'd given you the wrong answer before, if I purposely answered that I'd really dropped the gold instead of my steel ball, what would have happened? This would have embedded itself into your tongue, and it would have gone down your throat and pulled your innards out if you had been greedy and said that you dropped the gold or the diamond. And vines uh, twist and wrap their way out from the uh, the tree trunk. No, I think I'm starting to understand more and more of this. The one I dropped was the meal made of mud and leaves. Correct. Here's a morning service to the good, honest man. Enjoy. Do you want coffee, tea? Do you want milk and sugar with that? Let's get this out of the way. What is this? This girl? Is she a human? Or... Johnny! Do you have the paper? The ones we use to wipe our ass? A newspaper is fine, too. Give me all of that. Huh? What? Just hand him over. And give me this this watch, too. Tosses him into the stream. <laughs> is this the paper that you dropped? This stack? Or the papers in my left hand? The watch, too. Did you drop the Bulgari one? Or this one with the cracked face? <laughs> no! This girl, what is she trying to do? Jaira, what are you doing? The things that we dropped in the spring. Listen up, here's my answer. Were the newspaper and the dirty piece of shit wristwatch. <laughs> Jaro holding the stack of cash, the gold, the diamond, and a really nice watch. <laughs> no! She's one crazy little girl, but I get it now. Johnny, go to the horses. Go get that rabbit we caught. We need the rabbit. Here, have the Bulgari. <laughs> Jaro, I'm asking you what you're doing. Uh, they're just throwing shit into the spring at this point. <laughs> um... No, because they cut the ears off the rabbit and they toss them into the spring. Oh, Gyro is actually more onto girl. this than he may be an asshole, but he's actually uh, being pretty clever here. Classically educated. Yeah. <laughs> um, the girl pauses and out of the spring pulls. Did you drop these rabbit ears into the spring or beat beat these human ears? It can't be those that thing that you're holding in your hands where did you get them impossible this is the first time something like this has happened this girl she was protecting them i guess that's what this stand is supposed to do looks like she didn't understand it herself she's probably something like a guardian a guardian that the a corpse assigned here how long have you lived here for since mommy and daddy dropped the iron axe into the spring Ever since I was a little girl, and they told me to wait here. Answer me. Which one? Which one did you drop in the spring? It can't be. Are those real? Those ears? Johnny, answer her. But you don't get it, don't you? How you're supposed to answer? 
Yeah, the one that we dropped into the spring is the pair of rabbit ears. Chunk! <laughs> oh, God. Ah! 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 Gyro! Uh, the ears launched themselves into Johnny's face. Uh, uh, it went inside my face! The corpse parts are drawn together. It means that they're real. I'll give you both of them, since you're so honest. All right, take them, Johnny, and let's get the hell out of here. Now we've got to find the right arm. The guys who were ten kilometers from us are now only five kilometers away. It's your choice to leave, but Mommy and Daddy told me to be honest. I'll tell you this. The things that I gave you here, everything. Are you listening? I'm being honest with you. You have to use all of it up, all right? By sunset, you have to use them all. Yeah, sure, whatever. I'll gladly take all these things. Last call if you want them back. Goodbye. I just explained everything to you. I hope you understand. I did. So now I'm relieved. Gyro, don't go yet. Let's listen to her for a second. What you just said, what do you mean, use them all up? I'm glad I met you two. You have to use that gold and that diamond and that money however you want. The mushrooms, too. You just have to use them all. But you have to do it by the time the sun sets in the west. That's the rule. I don't know who made these rules, but that's what Mommy and Daddy told me. So please, be sure to use everything up. Hey Johnny, let's get going! Gyro, just wait a second! I understand now that you're not our enemy, but I still don't understand what you're saying. But do you want to come along as well? We could take you into town if you want. You don't have to worry about me. I can leave this place once the sun sets. My turn is over now. Turn? Uh, the diamond and the money and the gold. Gyro says that he's going to take them. But I don't think that we should. The ears are different, but don't those things belong to your parents? We'll return them. Gyro, we really don't need them. But you can't return those items anymore. You have to use them. If you don't use them up, you're going to have to line up with the rest of them. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. The tree. And we see the entombed bodies of, like, ten different people just merged into the tree trunk. This is brilliant, because I, I have to imagine that most people, upon starting this chapter, would figure something like this is going to happen. But it just builds. Not It this. builds and builds, and then it's just like, oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> the first two in line are my mommy and daddy. I wonder how long it's been. How many years has it been? My daddy dropped the iron axe into the spring, and we didn't use up our golden axe before sunset. So that's why the spring turned us into this, into this tree's fruit. No matter where you run, you'll be turned into the fruit. You won't die, but you won't age. The people behind daddy are the ones who are still waiting in line. Everyone. They were hunters and explorers who found their way to these springs, and they were all honest, but they were all unable to use their goods up. And once one person turns into a fruit, one other person can leave. We have to take turns to become the guardian. If you two become fruits tonight, Mommy and Daddy's turn will come and they'll be able to get out of that tree. Gyro, I'm telling you to wait. Listen to what this girl is saying uh, as Johnny's hand turns into wood. <laughs> and we see a squad coming through These the woods. These guys also have newsprints on their heads. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Was it like a weird texture choice? I'll have, I'll have to look farther in. Uh, but all of these guys, all 11 of them, have a weird face tattoo on the back of their heads, and they're all wearing the same thing. 
and one of them loads a bullet very meaningfully. Oh, End of Jesus chapter. Jesus fucking Christ, that was a whole hoot and a holler, that chapter. It was an experience, right? Yeah. Do you remember the Job Squad? I do not remember the Job Squad. Oh, I'm excited to get to the Job Squad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Sugar Mountain is a is a cool interstitial thing. Um, just a few chapters. Like, a good, like, creepy stand arc in between uh, two very, like, high-octane fights. Because mm-hmm. we, we just came from Silent Way. And then we got Tubular Bells and Wrecking Ball coming up next. And that's, this is uh, like... This is like the most part four ass stand we've seen in mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Is this a part four stand? Yeah. Uh, just playing on like morality and weird arcane rules. Except the big difference here is that our our boys in Steel Ball Run are not the, the paragons of goodness that uh Josuke Higashikata was, so Yeah. <laughs> Gyro had his way, he would have been a tree in like 10 minutes. Yeah, exactly. He's an absolute Instantly. fool. Instantly. But that's why we love yeah. him. Yeah, he's got a big hunk of gold, and he doesn't know what he's going to do with it, but he knows that he has it, and that makes him happy. Mm-hmm. But next week, we'll get to part two of this arc, but for right now, we're getting back to Dragon Ball. Oh, yeah. So we last left off in Dragon Ball, uh, Goku is being introduced to an evil android android number eight who uh you know john frankenstein over here (laughs) john frankenstein (laughs) but yeah this is chapter 63 the mechanical man number eight number eight goku conquered the ninja murasaki on muscle tower fourth floor with overwhelming power However, between the fourth floor and the top floor, an unbelievable monster awaits, and its name is Android Number Eight. Huh? All right, come on out, Android Number Eight. Time to kill that kid. <laughs> and basically, just a Frankenstein makes its way out of the crate. <laughs> he's strong. He's strong. This guy is really strong. He's sure big, all right. All right, get him. Smash him to pieces. Destroy him. No. Huh? No no way. You didn't just say no right now, did you? Living things cannot be killed. I don't like doing bad things. Whoa. Goku is is nonplussed. (laughs) Why are you saying stupid stuff like that? It's finally time for you to do some work. I know you guys are up to no good. You took the village chief as a hostage and caused problems for everyone. Stop acting up like this. We of the Red Ribbon Army are the ones who made you. Are you saying you aren't going to listen to the parents that bore you? I can't do it. Sorry. What? (laughs) You useless coward! Fine, if you absolutely refuse to listen to me, then let me tell you this. Answer me, Android 8. We attached a bomb to your body just in case something like this happened. If I press the button right here on this remote control, you'll be blown to pieces. If you don't want that to happen, then obey my orders. Got it? It's funny that this actually comes up again, too. Like, all the androids have these bombs in, and it's like a whole big part of the android arc in Dragon Ball Z. Really? Huh. I love when things like that come full circle. It's cool. Anyway. I really can't do anything bad. 
And Goku is just like, yeah, this guy Goku's rules. loving this. <laughs> yeah, I want him to be my friend. B- bastard! You traitor! You're a total failure! Sergeant Murasaki, hurry up and destroy that idiot once! Y- yes, General White. Move it, you useless waste. Time for me to blow you up now, just like you asked me to. Ready? Die! I won't let you do that! Oh, big full room flip. Uh, Goku is about to cream Murasaki in the face with the power pole. Just clocks him. Mm-hmm. Knocks the remote out of his hand, crunches it. Ah! You dumb kid, that was my remote control. John can rock! Whips him in the face. Mm-hmm. He's out. Take that! What was he thinking? That dumbass! Thank you for helping me. I'm happy. You should have just beat him up yourself. It isn't good to fight. But it's not bad to fight against evil people if they're trying to kill you. I'm afraid of fighting. Wow, you look so strong, though. What is your name? Me? I'm Goku. What's yours? They told me my name was Android number 8. Well, that's pretty confusing. Something number eight? What a weird name. Goku, are you going to save the village chief? Oh yeah, this isn't the time to be standing around. I think it's a bit difficult to get to the top floor. I will guide you there. You know what, Jack? This is gonna be mm-hmm. me going. Yeah, yeah I, I was gonna, I was gonna step in for a second. You want me to come be the big robot? Yeah, man? come be the big robot. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's really weird talking to yourself. Oh huh? yeah, I hate it. it sucks. It's a yeah. There's a reason why we avoid it every turn when possible. Think of it as thanks for helping me. I see. You're right. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't know which way to go. You'd be in trouble if you got lost in this maze. This way, this way. Okay, so here's a translation thing. So in the Jap- mm-hmm. in the original Japanese, uh, Goku refers to Android number eight here as Hachishan, like eight Chan. Hachan. Which is yeah. how they uh, when they all eight guy. when they all become friends with the androids, it's always like like oh Ju Hachigo-san kind of thing. But in the mm-hmm. dub of the original Dragon Ball, Goku's affectionate name for him was Aider, which I always liked. Aider. That's that's what I'll that's what I'll be calling him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Hey, Aider, is this fifth floor? This is between fourth floor and fifth floor. By the way, what is Aider? Eh? That's you. That's something number eight, Dave. It's too hard to say. Hmm. Aider, huh? That sounds nice. What a weirdo. (laughs) Here are the stairs. Ah, you're right. This room here is the fifth floor. Huh, but it's all walls. How do we get inside? There is no entrance to the fifth floor. It's a secret room. I don't even know what's inside. Here's the top floor, sixth floor, the command room. The village chief is trapped in here. Yush! Ha! So you're the boss. Give us back the village chief. Good job for getting this far, kid. I have to hand it to you. You really did amazing. So much, in fact, that I'd love to have you join our army. General White, please stop doing bad things and surrender. Huh. You couldn't even succeed in betraying me. And yet, 
You have got the nerve to talk to me like that, huh? Aren't you two gonna be the ones to surrender? Click. Floor drops out. Yeah, uh, trapdoor. Classic. <laughs> Classic. Let's do let's do the next yep. one. Yep. Uh also known as the horrible jiggler. Hmm. <laughs> uh intro. Um is loading the first page, but I guess that's the cover page, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <clears throat> With the help of Android 8, Goku finally reached the top floor of Muscle Tower where the village chief was being held, where an unexpected trap from General White was waiting for him. Goku lands nimbly. Aider crushes him. <laughs> Sorry, are you dead, Goku? Ugh. Ow, what happened? We fell through to a fifth floor from above. This is that mysterious floor? But there's nothing here. <laughs> Take that! Kid, if you want to get out of there alive, then follow my orders. Give me the Dragon Ball and the radar you used to find it. No! Who'd give that to you? <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Great! Ah, don't close that! <laughs> now I'm going to sit back and watch as you two die on this monitor here. What's going to happen? Goku, are you thinking of gathering the Dragon Balls and doing something bad too? No! One of the Dragon Balls was a memoir from my dead grandpa, so I'm looking for it. Oh, good. You really are a good person, Goku. Huh? One of the walls starts going up into the ceiling. Uh-oh. What's that? Uh -oh. The wall's rising up. Something's on the other side. Be careful. Oh, and it's like oh, a, dra really... a Dragon Quest monster. <laughs> yeah, this is a Dragon Quest-ass monster, if, if ever I've seen uh -huh. one. Uh-huh. A monster! Ooh. <laughs> Kid, you won't be able to survive this monster, Booyang. Get ready to be eaten alive. <laughs> you think I'm going to let this thing eat me? Ha! Go... Goku, I'm scared. What? I'll beat this guy with one strike. <laughs> you are too naive, kid. I don't care how strong you are. It doesn't matter what kind of weapon you use. It won't work on Booyan. Swipes with his tail. Goku dodges it easy. Goku. And punches Booyan right in the face and is uh, bounced back. Duh! My, my punch didn't work at all. Yes, then how about a kick? Bounces off, hits the wall. Are you all right, Goku? Ow. We're stuck. His body is too rubbery. My punches and kicks don't do a thing. Translator's note, the name and Booyan comes from the boingy sound effect rubber makes. Mmm, fun fact. And Booyan zaps Goku with some kind of electrical beam. Goku! <laughs> oh, and then Booyan just eats Goku. <laughs> Go Goku! <laughs> Goku crawls out of this thing's mouth. Whew, that was dangerous. A little more and you would have swallowed me. Goku, I'm so glad. <sighs> what a stubborn runt. Zap, zap. Duh! The same thing won't work on me twice. But this really is a problem. How will I be able to beat this guy? Goku, you look really tired. Yeah, I'm hungry too. 
That's it. I have the Kamehameha. If I use this, though, it'll make me even more hungrier. So I don't really want to, but I've got no choice. Kame. Kame. Ha! And it bounces off. <laughs> Boink. That, that can't be. Even my Kamehameha. What should I do? Even his last ray of hope, the Kamehameha, bounced off the monster Booyan. Will the exhausted Goku be able to win? I guess we'll find out next time in one of beautiful podcasts, yeah. huh? Yeah, we'll, we'll cut it there, yeah. and we'll have a nice cliffhanger for next week. Yeah, we're going to see how Goku is able to unjiggle a, unjiggle a jiggler as the next title is unjiggle called. a jiggler. <laughs> I love the chapter after that, Muscle Tower's final hour. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, and we are so close to Goku going to the big city. That's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. and then, oh, so much Is that when the, the peanut gallery comes back into play? We yeah. see everybody else? Cool. We get, Goku goes to a city for the first time, and as you can imagine, lots of hijinks ensue. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Literally has never seen a city in his life. Very excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, next week we'll do some more Sugar Mountain. We'll finish up this arc of Dragon Ball. And we're just going to keep it moving. We're just going to mm-hmm. keep going one step at a time. And in the meantime... Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. In the meantime, if you want to check out any of our other episodes, you can find us on What a Beautiful Podcast on SoundCloud. Check us out on Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. And we're on wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We got Google Podcasts. We're everywhere at the same time. You can't get rid of us. Nope. We're like a we're like a disease, if that's too on the nose for you. Yeah, we're like a we're like a, a mildly irritating rash. How yeah, that? nothing nothing too bad. It's just like mm. something something that you can live with but you'd really like to get rid of. If that doesn't sum up this show, I don't oh, know what does. Yeah. <laughs> on that note, everybody, we'll see you next week. Thanks guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.